Hello, my name is Eric Siepen, and you are listening to the Healing the City podcast. The following podcast is a replaying of the Village Community Ministries sermon series on relationships. This sermon series was taken from Larry Crabb's The Marriage Builder. on okay um we met in 2001 yeah um at the village which wasn't the village at the time uh we were in a bible study a church bible study and that is where we met and i thought she had nice hips but that she wasn't really my type and so we were friends, and I don't think she really even had any interest in me at all at the time. So, um, so we became really good friends. And uh, I guess at some time over the course of that year, I recruited her to go on a short-term missions trip to the Czech Republic. Oh, wait, it was a few years later? Really? We've slept since then. Um, so anyway, while we were there, then I guess you can. While we were there, just as friends ministering to those around us, I noticed his love for people and his passion for them and started seeing him differently. And then started asking his ex-girlfriend about him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was clueless at, at the time. So, um, and then the church that we were attending at the time closed, and uh, we, she went to um, a different church, and I stayed with this crowd and um, processed through a lot of garbage and things like that, and um, this is really good stuff. And then um, I found out that my friend was sick, and that she was um, in the at TMC, and that she was about to have a major surgical procedure. And I was to give you the idea of how clueless I was. I'm like, well, when you go to visit somebody in the hospital, you bring them flowers, right? So <laughs> I, I got like a a, a a recycled bottle that from like a water bottle. It was it was pretty in blue, but it was just a a bottle of water that took the label off of it. And then I went into my backyard and I clipped a couple of flowers off of a rose bush and put them in this bottle of water. And I went to go visit her. And let's take a hand vote here. <laughs> Who takes a girl that they've known for years, flowers, just because you're friends? <laughs> See, we've had this debate for a while here. Yes, except especially roses. There, there was some. In, in, yes, it there was, was a Joseph's coat rose bush. It wasn't really a rose bush. It was, they were a little different. What color were they? All different. Colors. Multicolor. It's a Joseph's coat. So we've had some debate through the years what his intentions were behind those roses, they but but my mom, when she saw them, because she was there helping me, said, "Oh, he's sweet on you." And then he started calling. And talking for hours on the phone with me. And then he started coming over. He didn't tell me to hang up. 
<laughs> and so from there, he asked me out. And I said, can I take my mom with me? Because <laughs> I was scared of this whole thing with him. And I had a friend who asked me, why are you so scared of this? And after talking through it for a little while, I broke down in tears in the middle of a restaurant saying, I think he's everything I ever wanted. Mm. So we had our first date, which was at the outdoor movie Cinema La Placida, if you are familiar with it. And I saw another girl there that I had asked out previously. Was, a few weeks ago. Before yeah, this. it was awkward. Um, and then so we watched the movie, which was To Kill a Mockingbird. That's neither here nor there. Um, very awkwardly. And then we decided to go out for coffee. Well, the outdoor movie starts at, what, 8 o'clock at night when the sun goes down in the summer. And so we go out to Epic Cafe. Andrea has never had a mocha before. She drinks two. <laughs> I was nervous. <laughs> and we proceeded to unpack each other and, and try to... Um, basically uh, uh, have this cathartic experience where we tell the other person all of the horrible things about ourselves to scare the other person off and explain to them why they really don't want to date us. So we started with manipulation in our relationship. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> because we wanted the other to say, it's okay, you're lovable. So talk about that manipulation, but talk about other ways in which you've manipulated each other and then talk particularly, if you would, about how it felt to be manipulated, and then how it felt to be the manipulator. Do you mind? Go right ahead. So we were talking today about recent experiences of this, and um, I was realizing that, first of all, I've been very, very grumpy lately. Um, and I've been very grumpy because I, first of all, I'm disappointed in God for not coming through in ways that I would like him to take care of me. And that kind of rolls downhill to Ryan as his representation next to me. And so when I asked Ryan about his business, because he started a business a few years ago, um, what I really want is for his business to be so grown by now that I can quit my job and I don't have to worry about it and I can take care of my health because my health sucks. And so I asked him about his work but I don't ask it because I'm just interested in the details. I ask it because I think I can micromanage it and grow it. So how's that going? <laughs> well, why haven't you done that? Well, let's do that. And I've been nagging, and I know that. So as far as how it feels to manipulate, it doesn't relieve anything, and I feel yucky. And I don't know why I feel yucky, and I keep getting grumpier and grumpier. And I realized today that's why. So we have a lot of stressors in our lives um, over the last year or so. I mean, obviously, just beyond just starting a business and having a lot of health problems and um, those kinds of feelings. And then, and then uh, we actually, this is a first world problem, I apologize, but we own two houses we're trying to get rid of one because the second house is basically an albatross and um, it's very stressful to have to deal with that. And so 
there are a lot of things that I have to pay attention to, and I'm not able to pay as much attention to growing the business as I would like. Um, and so when I feel the, so, uh, you know, what are you doing with the business today? And I'm like, well, nothing, because I have all of these other things to do. It's just, it's, it just adds to the pressure, I think, and then I get, I feel frustrated. So, to, and, and grumpy. Yeah, I get I get grumpy too. Um, so, as like, I think one one area too where we've been talking about that happened very recently, um, where we've kind of experienced the whole manipulation and trying to get what we want and fix our problems at the expense of the other. I think a a, a more, um, I don't know current but tame <laughs> uh, interaction was on Friday. We, we had invited um, Kevin and uh, David over for uh, dinner and games, and they were supposed to be there at a certain time, and we were both running late. And during that day, I had to bring a whole load of stuff from the old house into the new house. And the new house is, it looks like uh, we've had uh, a moving and storage company be our interior decorator. And um, it's just more and more boxes. And I just had to bring a whole nother load that we, I don't think Andrea was expecting. And so she walks in the front door 10 minutes before we have company coming and she can barely get through the front door because there are all these new boxes. And so she felt bad because we all would very much like to have our house free of boxes and have a peaceful home that we have been longing for for a very, very long time where we can have people over and it's relaxing and fun. And so right away, blocked goal, and she's feeling grumpy and she walks in. And then I come in and I'm grumpy because I just brought a whole bunch of boxes home that I really didn't want to bring and it just feels like more chaos, we're buried. It, it, we really ought to be on an episode of Hoarders, but we don't want to be hoarders, really. Come take our stuff. <laughs> Um, and Andrea's like, well, so what did you do for potato chips? Because she had asked me earlier to get potato chips, or, or not potato chips, but just chips that she could eat. She can't eat potatoes. And I, I had forgotten to do that. And so we had a little tiff over chips. And <laughs> where she kind of snapped at me because I didn't have the chips. And then my response, lovely as it was, was, well, I guess I just screwed everything up, didn't I? So, because I'm grumpy. And <laughs> fortunately, we were able to unpack and process that and, you know, kind of realize that it really wasn't about chips at all. It's just I have this demand to have an orderly, peaceful home. She has a demand to have an orderly, peaceful home. Neither of us are getting what we want, so we're grumpy and we're taking it out on each other. And neither of us are looking at each other as someone to minister to. And we're just thinking about our own wants. Very briefly, tell us a little bit about those ni uh, a 99 point and 44 100 percent time. Tell us where you see God's, where you see Jesus and each other. Just a, maybe a sentence or two from each of you. I think that was the first thing that I noticed about Ryan when we started dating, was that I saw myself as this very marred creature that couldn't be um, worthy of God's love. And he came in and gave grace upon that and showed me that he saw me in the way God saw me, which was white and pure and lovely. And he's shown that throughout the marriage. 
And I, th- I actually experienced the same thing from her because, you know, we were both pouring our guts out to each other and saying, look at how ugly I am. And so ditto. But also I, I see a tremendous amount of love and self-sacrifice and loyalty in Andrea in the way that she pursues people and cares about people both inside and outside of our family. Thank you.